When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, cobblers. From the land down under. This is the Cricket Badger Big Bash Daily Podcast. Whether you're with the Strikers, the Stars, or the Sixers, you might be a renegade, enjoy the heat, love the thunder, like a scorcher, or prefer hurricanes. Brought to you in association with bluecrocodile.co.uk. Tie your kangaroo down, put another shrimp on the barbie and enjoy the fun. It's gonna be a ripper. Big Bash 10. Hello everybody, welcome along. It's another edition of the Cricket Badger Big Bash Daily. We've had a little bit of a time off over Christmas. Hopefully you've enjoyed your Christmas times and got the presents that you wanted. But we're back this Boxing Day, double header in the Big Bash 10. And currently on my screen in front of me, the Sixers getting a little bit closer to the uh, Melbourne Stars, and I was thinking they might do 39 required off 15 balls to finish with. That one swung away, leg side, over the ropes for four. So it's 35 required off 14 now with Brathwaite and Hughes at the crease. Hughes is going great, and 67 not out. We'll come back to that in just a second, obviously, because that's uh, bubbling up to be a very nice game. We had a very one-sided game earlier on which we'll talk about first but before we get there thank you very much to bluecrocodile.co.uk for their support of the big bash dailies give them a visit bluecrocodile.co.uk snapping up the right mortgages for you two guests on the show today it's a pleasure to welcome back rito mitra another six in that game it's now 29 of 13 it's actually gonna get very very close this one rito good to have you with me also got ollie prendergast as well but start with you rito big hitting from the sixes getting a bit closer than I thought. They are really getting closer than I thought as well. They were in some trouble with wins going early as well. A couple of early wickets, I thought they might just lose this one. Another six from Hughes. Now that's getting very, very close now. Yeah, Hughes has swung another one leg side. Six more runs, 23 required now from 11. Zampa's getting a that's, bit of tap here. That's very doable now. I'm yeah. getting very excited. Well, he's getting... My uh, arms are getting cold as well. He's uh, throwing his arms here, Hughes. He's now on to 79. This could actually be a, a century to win the game. Ollie, hopefully you've had a good Christmas as well, but this is a, a terrific effort from Hughes to get close. 
Yeah, yeah, it has to keep the game alive and actually give them a good, you know, a, with a, a much better chance of winning. What this was unexpected was the way they were. They were just drifting and the game long, long gone. This barrage of six has been hit and also in back with um, Brathwaite and we know what he can do. This is quite a concern for me, really, as a Stars fan. Well, it's Hatcher going to be bowling the penultimate over of this innings. Brathwaite's on strike. He's 20. Hughes is 79. Let's go through the rest of this game because it's been quite an interesting game, this one. We'll talk about the, the earlier game today a little bit later once this one's uh, the dust has settled on this chase. But uh, Marcus Stornis and Nick Madison missing out for the Melbourne Stars today. Stornis being rested because of bubble fatigue. Nick Madison unable to travel because of the COVID travel regulations in Australia at the moment. It's Brathwaite cloths that one to mid-off and they go through for a single. The Stars, though, recovered from 64 for four after 11 overs. Glenn Maxwell made 71 not out from 47, five sixes from him. Nick Nicholas Poran, 65 of 26, eight sixes for the West Indian. Took the Stars to 193 for five. And now we've got this chase on. Hughes, 79, Brathwaite, 21. Hughes is back on strikes. So and Brathwaite's done his job, really, as Hatcher comes in to deliver this delivery. 22 off 11. Gettable as Hughes just clips that one into the leg side, goes down to the deep square fence. There's a fielder down there. And it's just going to be the one for the Melbourne Stars. Rito, we said the other day on that, in the pre-Christmas um, podcast, that one of the beauties of T20 cricket is that you've never really won it until you've got across the line. Melbourne Stars, at 64 for four, looked like they were going to really struggle. And then at uh, 193 for five, looked in the box seat. And now it's well in the balance again. So the, you, know, you can get some really good T20 matches, can't you? And we're seeing a few now. Oh, yes, James. Now we are certainly seeing this BBL tournament getting up after a poor week. Now that's another one I think from Carlos. No, he's caught. Oh no, that's he's caught. He's caught. Oh, no, that's a huge wicket. Caught it long on there. That's a terrific catch. And Brathwaite looked like he'd, uh, as Rito was indicating there, looked like he'd cleared the ropes, but uh, just drops inside. Really good catch at long on there. So a wicket falls for the stars. Really well held actually above his head, and then the momentum didn't take him over the ropes. So that's a, a big moment in this game because Brathwaite, as we know, can uh, find the boundaries, but it should if they've crossed there. It should bring Harry um, Hughes back on strike, shouldn't it, to uh, face the next delivery. But Brathwaite goes, caught by Glenn Maxwell at long on, bowled by Hatcher for 21. And it's now uh, 21 runs required from nine deliveries. We were just saying there, Ollie, that the um, you know, T20s, they can be really one-sided, can't they? But we're seeing a few now in this big bash, which are, are teetering and tottering from one side to the other. Yeah, I, I think it's it's got something to do with the, the power surge being taken later on, that if a side's still in bat and, and, and they take it that bit of a gamble, which it seemed to be that the Sixers today, they went they went to get the extra points. They're looking a bit out of the game and struggling a bit. And since then, have kicked on with the power surge and with the innings of use, kept it alive. And the more games, the deep, deeper it's taken and bats can hold their nerve a little bit and, and keep playing shots, it can pay off. I mean, not as much as the, the match show, but I think, yeah, I think it's, more, it's getting more and more exciting. You get teams are getting more into the tournament now. Cricket's a game played with balls. You've got to look after them in the field. Badges are furry creatures. My friends at manscaped.com help you make sure it's neat and tidy down there. Oh, get rid of all that excess fur. Make sure that you're neat and tidy. Make sure everything's in the right order. Oh, feeling all good now down in this set. Oh, manscaped.com. Maximum skin-safe performance, compact design, advanced engineering, ceramic blade, waterproof. And it doesn't end there. 
Show you care by caring for your pair. Cleansers, revivers, preservers. Simply go to manscaped.com. Quote the discount code BADGER. You get 20% off, you get free shipping, and you get some seriously quality equipment. Manscaped.com. Get on there now. Really good over this from Hatcher so far. That next delivery uh, comes off the pad of Hughes, goes away for a single. Hughes looks to the skies because he thinks he should have maybe clipped that one away. But 20 required off eight balls. And we talk about the batsman so much in T20 cricket, Rito, but... A bowler like Hatcher here, he's earning his money at the moment, isn't he? That you know takes the wicket. He's gone for um, only a, a couple of runs off the first three. You see this next ball, Dwashis is the new batsman, left-hander misses. So a dot ball there for Hatcher. So these stars are starting to tighten their grip. They need a couple of big shots here, these Sydney Sixers. But we've talked already about Shane Warne's comments about the bowlers need to kind of reinvent themselves. But I think they do. You know, slower balls and all the rest of it. Hatcher's bowling a really good over here. Oh yes, James, absolutely. Pundits, experts, and we've. Fans always talk about that the game is uh, tilted towards the batsman, but these bowlers, they just come back. And here, Hatcher has, uh, uh, under the most pressure, he has just gone for three runs. Oh, he's bowled the, him as well. Him. He's bowled Dwashus as well from his final delivery of that over. So it's uh, an over there. The penultimate over is the traditional one, Rita, where you bring on your best bowler to try and make the last over as hard as possible for the batting side. Well, Hatcher has done his job there now because the uh, Sydney Sixers are going to require 20 off the final six balls. Hughes is on strike for 20. 20 is a big ask, isn't it? Yes, 20 is a big ask. With when they three needed of 12, I I thought that Sydney has got this under control now. But now Hatcher has pulled an absolutely fantastic over. Now it's all down on Hughes to do. Yeah, so uh, Ollie, we were talking uh, off mic before we uh, we press record about Poran's innings in the first innings. As I said, uh, the Stars found themselves is it 64 for four at one stage, 11 overs, looking like they were going to teach it to something very mediocre indeed. And then Poran and Maxwell went ballistic, but Poran's hitting was, was incredible. Yeah, it, uh, and also it came out of stage of the game when they were rebuilding as well. And it, it just gave that impetus. I mean, to hit eight sixes like in a way that he did was just incredible. I wasn't sure about the signing of him. I I've heard a lot promised about him before, but now, you know, the impact he's made in only his second or third inning for the start of the season has just been incredible. That, obviously, we'll go back to Man of the Match Awards just after this game's finished, but he's definitely put himself in the mix there. What what an innings. And obviously, probably the most most eye-catching innings of the... um, of the big bash so far, possibly, or definitely the top two or three. We saw a lot of um, Nicholas Poran in the IPL, Rito, didn't we? And uh, Ma- Glenn Maxwell's coming on to bowl the final over here. This is uh, interesting. The spinner bowling the final over. Hughes is on strike. He's on 80. 20 required off six. So a couple of big hits early on in this over. Maxwell bowls the first. And Hughes has gone aerial, gone over long on. And he's got that one as well. That's six runs there. And that's now 14 off five. This is a gamble, Rito, isn't it? Maxwell bowling uh, himself in this final over. Hughes looks like he likes the spin. Oh, yes. Maxwell has taken a big gamble over here. But the way he probably the way he batted, he thought that he, he has to do it as a captain now with, with the ball in hand. Oh. But it might just... Oh, deep oh, square, no, deep square. He's, away as well. he's clipped that one no, away. That's falling short. It's that's in, gone for four. It's gone for four. The, the, as you just indicated there, Rito, there was about four different outcomes of that and they all happened within about five seconds. And Maxwell's looking a little bit perturbed there because Hughes whipped that one away to deep square. The catcher came in trying to take the catch. Ricochets off him and goes behind him for four runs. So now it's 10 off four. And Daniel Hughes is 90 not out. So if he gets these 10 runs, he will hit what was uh, what would be a very famous century for the Sydney Sixers. Glenn Maxwell has uh, started badly, I think it's fair to say, in this over. Conceded 10 off the first two. 
Around the wicket, bowls again to Hughes. Full toss, and he's absolutely cane. That that was a terrible ball. It's been caught on the fence, but it's been taken over with him. And in fact, it was dropped in the end. But that's six runs to the Sixers. Hughes goes to 96, and it's now four off three. You would back the Sixers here to get themselves across the line. 190 for eight. And Daniel Hughes is now 96 not out. One more big hit from the left-hander. And the Sydney Sixers will take the points. They will right back towards the top end of the table. Four off three required. And Melbourne Stars, from nowhere, look like they're going to lose this game. There's some chats in the middle between the two batsmen. O'Keefe's an unstriker. Four off three. All on Daniel Hughes. Maxwell in, round the wicket, bowls. And he swung that one away, leg side. There's a fielder out there and he's taken the catch. And now it's balanced back towards the Melbourne Stars. Hughes looks to the skies. He's gone for 96. The ninth wicket falls. And now it's four off two with the last wicket together. This is just incredible, Ollie. This is how a match can just change. One shot makes the difference. This is horrible to watch, to be honest. This is, when that catch was taken... The, the wave of relief that was through me on there. I, I can't help thinking that Colton Nile must have an injury not to bowl in because he. This is what he's paid to do. This is he's there at the death. He's a, he's a bowler that be more equipped than Maxwell. I'm not sure the thought process has gone behind this, but it, I mean it makes a great cricket and it kept the game alive. So uh, that that's one positive from it. And with potential of a super over here. Four off two, yeah, and three to uh, to make it into a super over. Hughes substitute Jimmy Pearson for uh, for Daniel Hughes today because uh, Jimmy Pearson got his team so close the other day. The Brisbane Heat and now Daniel Hughes ninety six, but falls just at the last moment, and uh, we've now got uh, a new batsman at the crease. It's uh, they did cross, so Stephen O'Keefe is on strike, but they need four off two. Maxwell to bowl round the wicket. He just uh, aborts that initial run up, changes the field on the offside to the right hander. Stephen O'Keefe, O'Keefe, oh, it's a full toss, it's a terrible ball, it's been edged, it's gone down towards the third man fence, and it's run away for four. So Stephen O'Keefe, it didn't finish where he aimed it, he was going over mid-wicket, ends off coming off the outside edge, and Sydney Sixers have got home. It's all that Daniel Hughes deserves. He gets mobbed in the dugout by the rest of his team in pink. Glenn Maxwell trudges off with a bit of a solemn face because that wasn't the best of overs from him. They needed four off that uh, final two balls and Stephen O'Keefe has hit the winning boundary. So the Sydney Sixers take the points and they beat the Melbourne Stars by one wicket with one ball left. Rito, it doesn't get a lot closer than that, does it? I'm absolutely chuffed here, James. Sydney Sixers have won this absolute nail-biter of a game. We don't... That's what T20 does, really. This match, in the last couple of overs, probably swung four times in favour of both the teams. Now that's T20 at its ultimate best. In changing times like these, make a change yourself. Buy your own home. Still living with parents or renting? Why not buy your first property? Mortgage rates are lower than ever. Speak to Blue Crocodile. Blue Crocodile? Yeah, Blue Crocodile. They'll get you the right first time buy a deal by searching the market for the most competitive option for you. They don't bite, they're just straight talking people like me. Give them a bell or go online. Blue Crocodile. We'll go back to the uh, the morning game between the Thunder and the Renegades and this was far more one-sided than the game we've just had a look at there with the Sixers creeping across the line. Thunder beat the Renegades by 129 runs in Canberra, the second largest victory in BBL history. The Renegades are on the wrong end of all of the top big margin uh, defeats. Sydney Thunder made a 209 for 8. 
and the highest in the Big Bash League so far this season. And it was Oliver Davis, the 20-year-old, five straight sixes in that match from him, 48 of 23. He led them to the total, and uh, Tanvir Sanger came in 19-year-old, got his career best of 4 for 14 in his fourth Big Bash match. Um, 50 for no loss they were after four overs, which is the most that any side has got in the four-over power play. And the Renegades, for the second time this season, were reduced or bowled out for under 100. They were 80 all out, never in the game. And Sydney Thunder, at that stage of the day, had gone back to well, gone to the top of the table, Ollie. Sydney Thunder, I looked at the uh, bookies' odds at the start of uh, Big Bash, and they had the Sydney Thunder as eighth favourites, the outsiders for this, but they're now perched at the top end of the table. James, a, a wise man told me not to look at the table too early into the season. It's a long season ahead, but you're right. Uh, they, are, they are starting to show signs of encouraging form, especially before they even receive Sam Bennings into the squad, which will strengthen their batting further. But how, how good is that for them? Those The, the, the finds of the season, Sanger and Davis, I mean, two young players with potentially massive futures ahead of them, and they're helping that side over the line. I mean, if you look at it today, that innings from Davis really helped kickstart and, and fire them up to a really good total, helped with some McAndrew hitting at the end, but and with Daniel Sams, and then four wickets for Sanger. And he got some crucial wickets and, and helped just push the game further and further away for the Renegades, who, who look, to be honest, look like they're trying to regain some form of last season, which was difficult to see them getting as, playing as badly as last season, but they, they seem to be finding it. And it's, it's great, isn't it, Rito? It's what these T20 matches, um, competitions are all about, bringing through some of these youngsters. These are two Aussie under-19 players. Oliver Davis, 20 years old now. He's got two decent innings under his belt, but really impressive today. He's 48 off 23, was fantastic. And then Tanvir Sanger, he's coming off the back of a very good winter for the Aussie under-19s. Four for 14. It's exactly what... You know, in the IPL, CPL, whatever, you always look out for some of the youngsters coming through, the homegrown talent, and Thunder is starting to produce them. Well, yes, absolutely. This is, that's why these T20 competitions are meant to be, to, de- to deliver this talents to, to the national team. Now, we have seen on numerous occasions with the IPL, it has given us a lot of international players of the future, and, and these two players as well, Oliver Davies and Tanvi Sangha. And Oliver Davies played an absolutely fantastic innings on debut, as good an innings as you can get. It's interesting though, Ollie, isn't it? Renegades, uh, you mentioned their form last season. They are hitting the lows of that again this time around. And these big margins of defeat, they now hold the the top three. They're the only side that's ever been beaten by over 100 runs in big bashes. They've had that three times and twice this season. That's not the records you want to be breaking, is it? No, and I saw the interesting stat that um, Bad Hodge was talking about during the game. Always seems Bad Hodge that I end up listening to, but um, and he was saying that as as a, a franchise, they've got them and the Thunder have the lowest win ratio uh, out of all the sides. It's around thirty two percent of games, uh, and it, it just seems that the Renegades have. Ne- I know they won it two years ago, but apart from that, they've always been at best one of the mid mid performing sides, and they have had some pretty poor seasons which culminated in last year winning three out of the 14 and this year I, I don't know what's going on they seem to start a bit brighter won the first game I think they've lost three on the bounce now is it or they've lost two out of the last three and it just seems like they can't get anything going and they don't seem to have sort of a game plan it, it doesn't seem to have any format at all it doesn't, doesn't seem to follow any logic well, unless their game plan is to lose by as much as possible, it's not working for them, is it? The um, Let's set a review then. Thunder beat the Renegades by 129 runs in Canberra in the first game of this doubleheader Saturday. Boxing Day, fantastic. I mean, there's test matches, there's big bash, there's everything going on today. It's 
absolutely marvellous. And then we've just seen the Sydney Sixers getting home by one wicket against the Melbourne Stars, chasing down 193 for five that the Melbourne Stars made to take the points. BlueCrocodile.co.uk Sort your mortgage in a snap. Are you a first-time buyer with your eyes on that dream house? Are you wanting to move or looking for a better mortgage deal? Let Blue Crocodile find the right mortgage for you. 10% deposit mortgages are returning. If you need to know how much you can afford to borrow, just visit bluecrocodile.co.uk. The bluecrocodile.co.uk cricketer of the matches today. We're just looking for one name from each of you. Rito, who would be your nomination today? Oh, there's, uh, it's certainly going to be Daniel Hughes. All the chips were down for Sydney Sixers and he played a fantastic innings, 96. It's a shame that he didn't get to his 100, but 96 in our winning cause is as good as any 100. I'm sure if you asked him, he'll uh, separate the, uh, the the win. because He could have ended up with 100 on the losing side there, but um, the win is all that matters, isn't it, today? Ollie, are you in agreement with that? Is there anybody else that's uh, kind of caught your eye today or does it have to be Daniel Hughes? Uh, uh, well, I, I think that was a, a very special knock and also he took, he got them one back into a game and helped them to get to a position where they, they, they've actually now gone on and won the game. So that, that was so crucial. I, I think also a special shout to Sanger as well. I mean, four for 14, pretty impressive. Um, and Davis again, that we talked about previously, but yeah, I think he, he looked good. Um, and Paul ran as well. So many good performances today in the Big Bash, actually. I was a bit sort of concerned it might be in cricket overkill, but actually, no, I wish it was going on for a couple more hours now, really. I could I'd watch even worse, really well from last night, even though we lost. I was thinking, you know, the Wizard song, I wish it could be Christmas every day. It's almost like, I wish it could be Boxing Day every day, because it's just cricket everywhere. And it is marvellous for a cricket badger like myself. But the upshot is 96 from 51 balls, leading his side right to the finish line to allow Stephen O'Keefe to kind of edge the winning runs. Daniel Hughes is the Blue Crocodile cricketer of the matches today. Mortgages are simpler than you think when you have a crocodile on your side. Blue Crocodile, making mortgages snappy and simple. Visit bluecrocodile.co.uk, follow them on Twitter at Blue Croc Money, or find them on Facebook, Blue Crocodile. Let's round up then by having a look at the table as it stands after today's games and uh, Sydney Thunder have got themselves up to 11 points with their win against the uh, Renegades. The Renegades right down there now, four points from the four games they've played. Per Scorchers and Brisbane Heat are the two sides beneath them. They've played a game less than the uh, Renegades, but starting to get a little bit of a gap there that they will be a bit conscious of now. Adelaide Strikers in fifth place are on nine points. And there's a five-point gap now to the Renegades. The top five obviously going to the playoffs. The Big Bash organisers won't want it to be that cut and dry this early. The Sydney Sixers take four points from the win against the Melbourne Stars. The Melbourne Stars getting so close but coming away with nothing at all. And the Sixers' four points take them above the Thunder to 12 points and leading the table. So it's starting to take shape. Still a long way to go here yet. Two impressive performances today by the two Sydney sides. Thunder, maybe some people's underdogs. Sixers, the defending champions, Rito. But the, the Sydney fans, whatever side of the city you're on tonight, can be very happy, aren't they? Yeah, certainly. A lot to be happy about. The way Sydney Thunder played, they completely outplayed Melbourne Renegades, the other team from Melbourne, of course. But now Sydney Sixers, that was an all-time classic T20 match, I must say. The way it swung like a pendulum all the way through. 
I still have sweaty palms. <laughs> well, and the, I mean, we, you can be critical of T20 sometimes. They can be a bit one-dimensional, but there ain't no chance that that one tonight was uh, one-dimensional. That was a fantastic... Every single ball mattered in that chase, and every single ball changed the uh, the dynamic of the chase. Looking at the Melbourne teams, though, tonight, Ollie, um, the Stars still in a very good place. They're in on 10 points and, and, and on the shoulders of the leaders. The Renegades, as we've said, looking pretty ordinary. Um, but the Melbourne uh, City will not be the happier city. Sydney's certainly got the bragging rights tonight. Oh, yeah, and I'm sure they'll let Melbourne know about that as well. You know, Thunder double open today. I, I, going back to today's game, I can't help but think that injury to Colton Isle preventing him from bowling turned out to be the difference. I mean, would have had a big day. I mean, and that Maxwell over has gone for 20 or five balls. And um, yeah, it's <laughs> gutted. To be honest, I'm still struggling to get, get over it. And, but I think it's, I think it's a, a good thing for the tournament. I think once all teams have lost and everything's gone in, and, and Melbourne didn't play the best against the Perth, I'm sure they'll be glad to get out of the hubs they're in at the moment and, and hopefully get back into their own states and play a little bit. So hopefully that will have some good form for them. But Renegades, I mean, where do they go from where they're at the moment? Now, they've been rolled a couple of times this tournament already. Oh, I wouldn't like to be in that dressing room right now. So the Sixers on 12 points. The Thunder are on 11. It's Sydney at the top of the Big Bash 10 table. Hobart Hurricanes are in third on 11. Melbourne Stars are on 10. And the Adelaide Strikers occupy the final of the playoff positions. They're on nine points from the four games played so far. Got Melbourne Renegades, they've played four as well. They're now five points behind the Strikers on four points. And then Perth Scorchers and Brisbane Heat, who have played just the three games, got one game in hand on everybody else, are on two point and one point. One of those needs to make a big jump up the table with a win in the next game. Rito and Ollie, thank you very much for joining me today. It was exciting and it's whetted my appetite, I think, for this post-Christmas push with the Big Bash. We've got plenty of games to come, and uh, I'm sure you'll be back on very, very soon to join me. But thank you today. Thanks, James. Yeah, that was very exciting, James. Pleasure being on the podcast. And thank you very much indeed for listening to these Big Bash 10 dailies from the Cricket Badger podcast. Thank you to bluecrocodile.co.uk for their support of the podcasts. And hopefully every single game now for the rest of this competition will be that exciting, although Rito will have sweaty palms. But join me tomorrow. More Big Bash to come. As the Big Bash daily title suggests, we're back every single day. I've been James the Cricket Badger, and I'll see you then. Big Bash 10. Thanks for listening. We'll bring you another edition of the Cricket Badger Big Bash Daily Podcast in association with bluecrocodile.co.uk tomorrow. See you then. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.